This is Delta Green, Aeon Chronicles Episode 1. A light sprinkle comes down over the Hetch Hetchy region of the Yosemite National Park. Park ranger Tomika Gelagos walks down the trodden paths of the reserve. What a tragic day. This is a horrible way to spend the 4th of July. Her stick poking at the tossed litter and garbage that inconsiderate hikers and campers leave. She pulls her brown ponytail back through her ranger cap. The rain steadily comes down. She picks up her pace. As she stabs a cup on the side of the path, she hears an ow. Tomiki turns her head. Hello? She stalks towards the huckleberry field nearby. Hello? Is anybody there? Do you need help? She pushes through the huckleberry bushes. Upon the ground, she sees a naked child hunched over, slowly getting rained upon. Um, I'm a little cold. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. The calm weather in your local areas bring good tidings. Mr. Green Meadows, what are you doing? Where are you? All right. So, Mr. Christian Green Meadows, you said the day is a fantastic morning, correct? Correct. It is a Saturday. I, Christian Green Meadows, is a six foot one beast of a man. This dude is like almost 300 pounds sopping wet. What I'm trying to say is he is extremely jacked. A tree, if you will. A tree, if you... Yes, exactly. And he is currently sitting in, sitting on his boat, feet up in a chair, wearing a fisherman hat, have a fisherman pole out, drinking a beer, just enjoying the weather. He's... If you, um, if you look on his arm, you can see that he has a Navy SEAL patch. He is part of the U.S. Navy. Specifically, one of the SEAL teams. And he is um, very, very, a very good swimmer. They usually um, send him out on boats and they do underwater reconnaissance, all that shit. But right now, he's got some time off. He's fishing. He's just having a grand old time, you know, just maybe whistling a tune as his, um, you know, uh, whatever that's called, the fishing lure, right? Bobs up and down in the water. Maybe he gets a bite. He pulls one up. Maybe it's not that big enough. He tosses it back. Uh, where? What state are you in? I am in uh, Massachusetts. I said Cape Cod. I don't think I uh, gave a specific town. I can do that for you real quick. That's fine. We already know your specifics. Don't worry about it. You hear the crack of a fresh can of beer as your best friend Leo Provincetown Provincetown? Sure Your best friend Leo walks out Sandwich Bud (laughs) Sorry Just sorry I'm from Sandwich Okay Continue Leo walks out cracking his own beer Who knew that a breakfast beer at 10am would quell whatever aches his stomach Hey You're gonna lose your pole Uh, roll me a dexterity. Uh, okay. 
Give me one minute. I didn't have my shit up. Uh, dish button. Uh, no modifier, right? <laughs> no modifier. Bruh! With a 91 out of 75. Oh, this is gonna go well! You, you lose your fishing pole into the waters. Oh, shit. Thanks, man. Well, what, what happened to those quick reflexes you had? Uh, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Neither of not, us did. Not for the reason you're thinking of. Yeah, Jill was too busy making sandwiches. He looks at you, kind Who of chuckling. Jill? Sorry, I call her Jill. Valentina. There it is. Okay. He goes to his bowl. I think Jill was her mom's name. Oh, man. He goes to where his seat is, also noticing his fishing pole is gone. Fuck. Yeah, bad time to mention that um, that was your pole. Uh, I got, got, gotcha. Okay, you got the beer. I'll buy a new one. It's okay. Cheers, mate. He sits right. back down in his uh, reclining beach chair on your boat. Looks over to you. Hmm. Took you long enough to get with her. I, uh, according to my sister, I am not the best when it comes to figuring out when women are interested in me. He pulls she, his she, sunglasses she basically. Down. She basically had to punch me in the face and say, Go! Uh, your head is as thick as your arms, kid. He swigs his beer. Thanks, I think. We... Speaking of my sister, mm -hmm. she tells me that you and her... Nope. Uh -huh, sure. Nope. I do not talk about my friend's sisters. Uh -huh. Oh, this guy. Okay. Maybe I need another beer. Maybe you're not going to have kids soon, but I definitely will. Ouch. Uncool, bro. <laughs> I don't take steroids. Why does everyone think I take steroids? Jesus Christ. You knock down one tree with your bare hands. The camera switches over to a federal federal agent Mr. Carmichael what are you doing right now he is <clears throat> currently sitting at home with his day off wife and kids kids are running around get excited for fireworks a little boy and a little girl about Age nine and age seven. Excited for the fireworks that are coming for the end of the day. Sitting with his wife, just talking while the kids play. Where where do you live right now? What's what state do you live in? Washington. Washington. It's about seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Probably just got eaten breakfast. How's family life? Do you, does work keep you away from your wife, your kids? It does. This is actually one of the few rare days where the 4th of July is often looked forward to because it's guaranteed time 
although Brom knows in the back of his head nothing is guaranteed, but he holds on to that small flicker of hope that today will go unimpeded and he'll get to spend the entire day with his family. Your son walks up to you. Dad, it's uh, it's early, but can, can you teach me how to throw the ball properly? I can't really uh, get it right, I guess. He looks sheepishly at his baseball glove. Of course we can throw the ball. So, hold on, let me go get my mitt. You take a little time throwing the ball back and forth with your son. Mm-hmm. Wife looks out upon the lawn where you are. Smiles. Your daughter plays in the dirt nearby. Just another peaceful day in paradise on the 4th of July. Nothing could go wrong. Cut to another agent. Logan, what are you doing right now? I am currently at my desk, being my usual workaholic self, because I'm still waiting papers from downstairs. Then again, it takes an eternity for my wife to get the papers to me anyways. It's interesting having your wife work at the same place you do. How's, uh, how's that balance going on? Well, we both take turns between working with the public and working indoors, if you know what I mean. So it it keeps quite a good balance, so neither of us go insane. Even though we drive each other insane, but that's a different story. Where, where's your office at? My office is in New York City. All right. 10 o'clock rolls around. The... Rest of the office seem to have taken the day off. Fourth of July, spend time with their family, maybe throw a baseball with their kids. Most likely, yeah. I think they went upstate. You feel a tap on your shoulder. You see out of your peripheral the manila folder full of the paperwork you're looking for. Finally. You, you what, turn what? to see someone that's not your wife. Oh. It's you. You. See, you see a tall man, blonde hair, standing behind you. Gray pant and vest combo. Black shirt underneath, red tie. Burgundy shoes and belt, staring down at you. Logan, I think it's time we, uh, take you somewhere. Well, this should be good. It's always good. You have till tomorrow morning to get to looks into the uh, paperwork. You know where well, to go. You'll know where to go. He drops the papers in front of you and starts to walk away. Yeah. Oh, remind me. It's not like I'm a director of this facility or anything. I saved your ass once. Don't make me do it again. He walks out. Last time I checked, that was me. But whatever floats your boat. You catch the corner of a smile. Be early. This is very important. You know how things get hectic here, so don't don't make any I don't make any promises to you. You know how it goes. 
at this moment, say half past local time, all of your cell phones start to ring. They only ring once, and then you all get a voicemail. Thank you for activating your Verizon credit card. If you would like to call contact, if you'd like to call customer support, please dial one. If you would like, it's just another one of those voicemails that no, you've been activated. You suddenly get notifications from your email saying, thank, uh, from your local airlines. Thank you for reserving tickets to go to whatever airport it is. You get a encrypted email that you know you have to open somewhere outside, out of the sight of what the firm calls sleepers. What a lovely 4th of July you all are having. You'd say that again. It says that the meeting time is early Sunday morning. Your tickets have several possible flight options that you were able to choose from. Your bosses get sent emails, CC'd emails, I should say, saying that you've been selected for special assignment. You were to appear at Lee Ving, California. There was a resort there called the Twilight Grove. You were to show up there at precisely 7 a.m. for your meeting with Green G, a loan company. You all have approximately within a day to get there. Christian, what are you doing? Uh, you said this comes in what? This comes in about 10.45, 10.50. AM? Yes. Okay, I think I would be off the boat by then. Probably um, either on my way home or at home. Uh, girlfriend's at, at her own job, and I'm going to, you know, just be on the couch. or I ah, got a better idea. Came out of the shower. Okay. Saw all that shit. And I'm like, oh, fucking great. Oh boy. How long I got? Let's see. Okay, about a day. Ten hours. Oh shit, I had to leave like ten minutes ago. Fuck! You hear a banging on the bathroom door. I know you just got out of the shower, but some of us really have to shit. You hear your sister banging on the other side of the door. Gee, thanks, sis. I really wanted to know that. You do know there are two bathrooms in this house. You haven't Duh. fixed the toilet in the other one. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ooh, yeah that was going to be a... Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, hold on. Puts on boxer shorts and walks out. She brushes past you and closes the door. Finally! Um, I'm going to go downstairs and... Uh, Get a box of matches. Okay. And slip it under the door. <laughs> You're gonna need those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
and now I'm wrestling like, oh, shit, do I tell her? Or should I wait for her to not be taking the massive shit to do so? Up to you. I'm going to wait to tell. I'm going to I'm gonna get dressed. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to make me a sandwich. You see on the counter that the uh, fish you were actually able to catch was uh, fried, and you see a lovely uh, plate of fish and, fish and chips on the table. Mm-hmm. Just one plate. I see. Uh, can I tell who it's from, or...? You could you could smell the cooking from the shower. Okay. Now, I meant, like, can I tell who did it? Uh, your sister did. Okay. No, uh, Leon it left as soon as you got off the boat. He had something to do. Right, right, okay, okay. So I'm gonna go like, hmm, nice. Thanks. Uh, hey sis, hate to bug you. Is the fish and chips for me or you? You heard a flush coming from upstairs. Thought you'd be hungry, I already ate. Ah, cool, awesome. I'm going to eat while... Again, like going over how I'm supposed to tell everyone I'm going to be a, uh, gone for a while. You at least don't have to tell your employer they yeah, got okay. an email. That's, that's the good news. They don't really like me after the whole training incident. But, you know, at least one of them doesn't. Good thing he's over in... I fucking forgot where. Your sister walks down the stairs. Eat up. It's fresh. It's good. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, here's the thing. Good news, bad news. Which one do you want? She stops, turns. Let's me take a wild guess. Okay. The seals have to have you do something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, um, California. She looks down, huffs a little bit. Uh, yeah, I know. No, it's fine. You you have work. You have work. Leo has work. Leo, I knew it. Are you getting married, huh? Am I going to be an uncle? What's, what's going on here? She gives you the deadest stare that she could possibly muster. Right. We talked about that. When are you leaving? Uh soon like pr within an hour how long does it take to get to california from massachusetts five hours give or take depending on whatever uh probably today yeah all right all right this time say goodbye to val the uh... last time you uh left it was kind of rough explaining to her exactly what happened uh flashes of in my head and in the in very faintly i hear this christian takes about five hours to get from massachusetts to california via plane i thought so i did you think i would remember that because i've done it before uh let's see my flight is at let's see oh great a light uh, an afternoon one two I mean, you can ch you can call to change what time your flight leaves, if you wish. You've got 2 o'clock, you've got 7, you've got... 
midnight. I think I should I think I should at least spend the day with Val and then tell her I'm gonna go for the seven o'clock one pm all right i'm gonna I'm gonna give him a ring and be like, hey, it's Green Meadows. can I uh, change that flight to seven? Of course, Mr. Green Meadows Meadows will get that done right away. uh another question is that coach or first class or business? It is economy, sir. Ah, okay. Good to know. Just wanted to uh, get that. Get all right. Thank you. Would you like Would you like to upgrade for another one hundred twenty dollars, sir? Uh, I is that something I can do? Uh, that would be considered incidental. Yeah. Uh, mm, okay, it's a hundred bucks. If they yell at me, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Of course, sir. You'll be uh, first class on the seven o'clock flight. Uh, thank you. Be sure to get here early enough to do checked bags and everything. Yeah. Two hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I shall do that. And I'm going to hang up and be like, hey, where is Val anyway? I th it's 4th of July. She's got work today. Jeez, I really don't pay attention. She's uh, testing recipes at the shop. Ooh. I shall be the taste tester of that one. Your sister slaps you on the back. Hey, and um, you die out there, I'll kill you. I know. I will give my sister a hug. She hugs you back. Call me, okay? Uh, I don't care for details. I will when I can. Promise. And then I'm going to put my go bag by the door. Mm -hmm. Or at least, no, I'm going to put it in my car. And then right. uh, drive to Val's. To, uh, for the sake of brevity, we're going to say, you two spend some time together. She offers multiple varieties of a Monte Cristo style sandwich, you know, ham, uh -huh. turkey, cheese, deep fried. Ooh. Deep fried, An pan fried. Animal style. Uh, yeah. Open faced. Open faced didn't really work very well, but eh, it was fine. This is just a pizza, Val. Like, come on. And you get on your flight. Yes, and I do say goodbye, and I will I will say, like, I will call this time, okay? You and, better. Yeah. I, she holds a wooden spoon towards you. <laughs> okay, that's just she not smiles. funny. <laughs> she smiles. Thought I couldn't scare you anymore. <laughs> Evil woman. Evil! Beep, beep, vroom, vroom, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, heading back to uh, Agent Carmichael. It's about 7.45, 7.50 local time. But I have to be there next you, morning at 7 a.m.? Next morning, 7 a.m. Sharp. I am for, looking... For you, it's not that far of a trip, actually. You could probably drive yeah. there. Uh, I will do an... Well, if, they're, if they've got flights, I'll look for an a late night flight so I can still do fireworks with the kids and leave late at night, fly down, be there by morning, hop a car ride to wherever I need to be and probably show up just on time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about two hour max to where you need to be. Two hours flight? Yeah. 
uh, driving, it's going to be a bit longer. Yeah, I'll just, I'll do a late night flight so I can spend the rest of the 4th of July with the wife and kids, do fireworks with the, with the kids, and I will take like a, if there is an available, like what, midnight or 2 a.m. flight there and drive to wherever I need to be, or if I can get there right around 5 or 6-ish and drive to wherever I need to be, that's fine. Yeah, you can get an early morning flight there. Piece of cake. I'll book the flights and spend the rest of the day with the wife and kids and give her the upsetting nudes, but at least say that I can still spend the rest of the day with them. How does your wife take these uh, sudden deployment newses? If it if it interferes with current scheduled events, not too happy, but since this one's not too far away and I can schedule it to where it's going to happen after scheduled family events like such as what we were going to have to on the 4th of July. She is upset but not furious. The fireworks burst in the distance uh, showing an array of blues and greens and reds. Is this going to be a dangerous one? Your wife asked. Honey, you know they don't tell me any details until I get there. She stands crossed-armed, looking at her kids, looking back at the fireworks. You know I don't like this, but... I... I mean, it is your job, so... Just come home. I know you say I'm usually married to my work more than I am to you, but... You guys are what comes first to me, and I do my... Part of my job is protecting you guys, so I will come back. Don't you worry. She smiles. Listen, I got a. Uh, I got some things I have to do next week. Mother's not doing well, so if it takes long, uh, I'll be there. Take kids with you. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, I got someone looking over the house, too. They they already know what not to touch, where not to go. Who's watching over the house? Uh, it's one of the older kids from, uh, from our boy's school. What's his name? Marcus, I guess? I don't know. I know his dad. His dad's a good guy. Work Kid with that him. lives down the street? Yep. I, he jots down a note and a small black book don't worry his mother's with the pta mothers and fathers do well and good but their children often don't reflect she smiles always the hard ass cautious cautious spend the rest of the day with your family and you get what little sleep you can before your night flight comes Agent Logan, what are you doing after this information? So, I am looking around the office, see if I'm getting pranked, see if there's any abnormalities, because this looks somewhat from our usual business, but nothing I've ever acquired before. Then I 
shoot a text to my wife like everything all right down there because something up here came up and it has me a little bit concerned receive a text back like a few moments later saying yeah, like um you actually don't receive a text you hear her phone behind you oh yeah everything's fine i'm just getting the file you wanted right thanks cool and she hands you the file what's that in your hand so I'm not sure. I received this strange email. Maybe it's information about finding her. Because it seems way too. I'm I'm sorry. I, I I probably didn't say this earlier, but that was Sargon sent uh, handing you something earlier. I assumed. So it's not about her. It's another job. True. True. But it's the cover-up. Fair. I didn't get that, so that's that's on me. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I got this information that might lead us to her. I know we've been a little bit cold on her tri on her trail, but it could be a good lead. Granted, it's apparently in California. It's a little bit out of where our usual stuff happens, but She's it's not like it. She grabs the file that she handed you back. Go then. I'll take care of this one on that on this end. Are you sure you can hold the fort? I got it. I... Just say goodbye to your brother first. Right. I mean, I have to go home and get a get a go back anyways. You sure you're gonna be all right? You're not mad. She kisses you. It's work, honey. It's fine. It. You can say that again. Okay, let's go home then. So I grab my keys, close off shop, she goes back, and I just bolt to the house that's in between the city and upstate. And I see my brother just lying on the couch, looking at, I don't know, what whatever freaking 4th of July movie is on. You see that his caretaker walks through... <laughs> bringing in lunch. He's still watching Independence Day. He nods. Uh, of course he is. Your brother looks to you. I'm assuming that because you're here, it's either to say Happy Fourth of July or I'm going to work. How did you guess? He smiles. You're all business. Yep. Nothing like work. Yeah, I have to head out, get my ready go back, so can't be with you, champ, right now. He kind of staggers to his feet, bit off balance, still getting used to being able to walk again, legs wobbling like jelly. Gives you a big hug. Stay safe, brother. Try my best, bud. Try my best. You too, okay? Don't do anything crazy while I'm gone. He uh, falls backwards onto the couch. 
like I can. It gives you the pose that says, I am hot shit, I guess, if you want to call it like that. Jesus Christ, just don't burn the place down, okay? That only happened once, and that wasn't my fault. Once no, was more than enough. What flight are you getting? Uh, at least. What time is it in my zone? Like, midday-ish? By the time you got home, it'd be about 11.40, 12 o'clock, so... You got a five-hour flight. Five I'll... and a half, six-hour flight, actually. Depending on where you are in New York. I'll take the one that's, like, at one-ish. Alright. Got time to pack, set everything, maybe eat something before the flight. Uh, fast forward to Mr. Green Meadows. You got to the place first. It is a <clears throat> uh, lovely, lovely inn in the rural country. Ah, I can't say that word. Rural countryside of Leaving, California. Right. That is the actual name of the town. I am not making this up. <laughs> leaving. You're greeted with a mostly Asian-inspired architecture and styling. Mm. You walk in, see the uh, lovely host behind his the counter. You check in, get your key, and you head off to your room. There's right. a lovely gift basket there that says, Welcome to the uh, convention. Mr. Meadows. Mr. It's got Meadows. chocolate. It's got water bottles. You see the mini bar over in the corner. You see a lovely 60-inch plasma TV in front of a king-size bed. Nice. You sleep. The other two get on their flights in the dark after saying goodbyes again. And you both reach... Your destination. Uh, everybody roll me just a d4. I got a three. Okay. Two. A d4, you said? A d4, yeah. Four. Four. What a guy. Okay. Mr. Carmichael, you walk in before everyone else. It's about how are, how early do you normally get to an event such as this? 15 to 20 minutes early. 15 to 20 minutes early. You walk in, uh, you get your room key, you put your stuff away. You go uh, down a corridor on the first floor of this three-story hotel and you see one of the co conference rooms with a green triangle on the front of the door. Totally inconspicuous to the fact that you are where you need to be. You open the open door to see a conference room with a, dis a uh, smart board display unit. Four, ch uh, four chairs around a long table. And a man in a black pinstripe pant and vest combo with leather gloves, sunglasses, and slicked black a uh, slicked back yellow hair. 
You see him standing in front of an open window, smoking out of it. Without turning, he greets you. Mr. Carmichael, it's good to see that you are early. You know those things will kill you, right? Haven't yet. Please, sir, take your seat. There's coffee on the way. Yet being the key word, he finds a seat. Christian. I'm Christian. How do you approach this room? It's about it's somewhere between six forty five and seven AM in the morning. <clears throat> uh yeah, I'm I am definitely there a little before seven, not not, you know, thirty minutes, maybe ten. Mm -hmm. I'm walking in, um uh fully dressed. I got maybe a little cup of no, energy drink. I was gonna say coffee, but coffee is gross. Uh, I got an energy drink, and I'm just like, is this, is this the right room? Did, did I read this right? Mr. Green Meadows, welcome ah, to the, it is the right room. Good. to the event. Please take your seat. <clears throat> same, same description, same man smoking out the window. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to comment on the smoking. Uh, as soon as you take your seat, a host brings in a carafe of coffee yeah. a uh, tray of creamer and sugar four different kinds of sugar off to the side thank you matilda that will be all she nods her head and leaves the room <laughs> i read that book logan you arrive finally how do you arrive so I arrive, looking everywhere, trying to not look suspiciously at everything, because it feels a little bit out of my element, a little bit hotter than I'm used to. Mm -hmm. Just looking around, see if I notice anything of where exactly I have to be. Cough, black coffee in hand, because trying to wake from that five-hour nap, because Jesus Christ, that that airplane was bumpy as hell. You get uh, led to the proper room, and you see that same old same old friend handing you the dossier from earlier. Smoking so out of an open window. So it's you, huh? It's always me. Hmm. Fair. As you enter the room and take your seat, the door closes as somebody was behind the door the entire time. A man in a full black suit, shades, the whole kit and caboodle for a stereotypical agent. The man smoking uh, puts out his cigarette, closes the window, walks to the front. Welcome, agents, to your first assignment on this team. Introductions can happen on the car ride there because this is a very quick start mission. Mm, he like starts. These. The man in the corner starts handing out dossiers. The picture behind him, this on the smart board, shows a old photograph of a kid with brown hair, a smile, standing in the middle of a forest. This, my friends, is Brandon McGill. He was a six-year-old that was lost in the Hetchy region of the Yosemite National Park, about a few miles south of here. 
He was found uh, naked, mostly unharmed, in a huckleberry bush inside of the park today. Hold on. Uh, quick, quick, what was the name of the kid again? Brandon McGill. Brandon. Uh, M-C-G-I-L-L. Okay. Uh, who has history? Uh, I might. That might uh, More I than just the base stat. Uh, no, then no, I don't. I think I do. For those who have more than 10 in history, roll. you can roll. Or you can roll if you want. I have 10 precisely. Damn it, I thought I had more. You have 30. I can Ash. see sheet. Roll if you wish. Yeah, I'm gonna do it anyway. No modifiers, right? No modifier. I got nothing. With a 41 out of 10 and a 92 out of 30, that is a failure. Jesus Christ. Hey! hey! Look at this! Fuck? Look at this guy! Someone paid attention. <laughs> Woo! That 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 is the, he got a four, ladies With and gentlemen, four out of ten. Out of ten, Mr. Carmichael, for some ungodly reason, you heard the story of how this kid just mysteriously disappeared back in 1986, 1987 at a location known as the Devil's Chair, which is in the Yosemite National Park. I rattle all that off the second he mentions his name. Uh, he looks to you. Good. Someone at least knows who I'm talking about. It's not really he... SEAL's business, but, I mean, okay. This isn't SEAL's business, kid. Yeah, thank you. I figured that out. I'm just saying, he... I wouldn't know, but he continue. Clicks. He clicks the device in his hand to show another picture of the same kid in oversized clothing sitting on a cot. This is young McGill today. Uh... It is the same. He is looks the same exact age as of close to 40 years ago. Okay. We're in 2015, right? Yeah. Okay. That okay. okay. Oh, weird. We have a friendly to the firm there taking taking over the investigation currently. I need you three to figure out what the hell's going on. Why us specifically? Don't you have people for that? I think that's us, but he nods. Yeah, I thought so. Lucky for us, or unlucky, I guess, there's still hikers there getting in the way. The park rangers seem to have a control in the situation, as well as our friendly Dolly, uh, excuse me, Delilah Sands. She's a child psychologist making sure he's keeping uh, calm. Question? Look at, uh, answer. Uh, is he still acting like a kid? From what she says, yes. Okay. That's... Any abnormalities other than the fact that he's been missing? Not that we have seen so far. Like... Does he know what year he's in? He uh, looks at a piece of paper on the table. He asked to call his parents and was surprised when somebody handed him a cell phone. He didn't know how to use it, didn't even know what it was. Well, he's... Bit of culture shock. Yeah, okay, so he's a kid. He's a kid from the eighties. 
That's concerning. That's yeah. concerning. If I remember Someone correctly, just handed him a Trek communicator. The, the cell phones back then were like these big brick things. So that, mm -hmm. that definitely must have scared the shit out of him. All right. Looks, uh, he looks down at the paper again. I apologize. He didn't disappear in 86. He disappeared in 80. 22-6-1980. Okay, 1980. Well, I... I... Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> he he looks... Uh, the man looks at you. Thank. Disappeared. All right. So he has not been told. He has not been told. He pretty much just knows that he is no longer walking in the wilderness, which is the one of the things y'all need to figure out. So, from what I'm gathering here, just so just so I know what's going on, kid was walking in the wilderness, and then bam, he's in 2015. I should clarify on that. He was out on a hike with his family back in. 1980. Okay. Uh, they said that he was hanging around Devil's Chair, which is a landmark inside of Yosemite National Park. And they looked away for a moment and disappeared. And where was he found? He was found a few miles north of there. Maybe less than that. A few miles north of the Devil's Chair in Yosemite West. Park? Uh, cup, uh, about kilometer west of there. Somewhere between the uh, trailhead station and the dam. Mm. And you'll, you all know this as the uh, the Sh Sean, the O'Shaughnessy Dam. Excuse me if I mispronounced that. O'Shaughnessy? O'Shaughnessy, thank you. Alright. Unfortunately, his parents are on the way. They were notified as soon as he was able to call them. Oh, that's bad. Yes. Because... They'll be there around three. That's they're probably, like, what, 80 now? Right? Late, six, late 60s. Oh, okay. Maybe. Wow, I don't must know. Have had, I don't care. They must have had that kid when he was, they were in their 20s. And... Okay, um... <laughs> I imagine it's gonna be a shock for everybody. Um, this is gonna be. What's the uh, what's the protocol? Is he gonna be limited for his parents, or are they giving him full access and contact? We're gonna try to figure this out before they get there. How long we got until they do get there? Three, maybe, maybe later, depending on when the storm fucking picks up. You notice a crack of thunder outside of the window. No. Great. Oh, goody. Okay. Um... Love working in the rain. All right. Here's here's what's going to happen. One, you're going to locate him and examine him. He should be at this trail station. If it is 100% Brandon, we have reason to believe that it is. Figure out what the hell happened. And if there's any unnatural threat, make it look like it's something from nature or get rid of it. You are the cleanup crew. Oh, good. Good thing I brought my mop. I'm going to look at the dossier. Um, is there anything on the kid's bio in the dossier that would give us indication on what good questions to ask him that only he would probably know? Uh, uh, his 
Probably some family questions. Uh, his mom's name is Anne. His father's name is Ian. They are 62 and 63 respectively. They will be... Their plane is to leave... Uh, is to land, excuse me, at the Fresno Yosemite International Airport at 1230. Okay, so I guess it's about five hours. And does, uh, have they had any children since his disappearance? Nope. No, is, he an, is he an only child? Only child. Uh, dog named Comet. Uh, the dog's probably dead if it was... 40 years ago, yeah. it probably is. Still a good question to ask a kid. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Um, anyone know any, like, 80s stuff? I mean, I was born in the 80s, and I was only in there for, like, eight years. Maybe hit him with hit the kid with that stuff like that, so he's just not scared as shit. I don't know. Well, I'm unless you want to go here. to a pawn shop and buy a couple kids' toys from the '80s, I think we're just gonna have to go in this blind. Obviously, yeah. we're not gonna be uh, asking him what he thought about the end of Star Trek, <laughs> or you know, like if he saw the last Star Wars movie. Was that was that out yet? No, it was not. Empire was. That's a good one. All right. Not only that, we're against the clock, so we got to figure something out quick. There are two cars outside, unless you already got your own vehicles. Uh, I do not. All right. I I think I uh I what what called an Uber here. I tell you, I am not very thrilled with that service. I'll tell you that right now. I say we go talk to the kid, see if we can get some information where he things he last remembers and i say we check out this devil's chair I, if uh we don't get anything from that yeah I, I would say we should probably get info from the kid first you know see if we what he remembers about hiking uh you look at the dossier uh the head ranger is named douglas kina the person that found uh brandon uh brandon is tomaki galagos Tomeki. T O M I K I. Tomeki. T O M I K I. What was the last name? Uh, uh, Galagos. G A L L E G O S. Tomeki. There's about six rangers stationed there over the weekend. Mm -hmm. You'll know that there's a decent handful of backpackers because you know it's part of a trail and par national park fair yep so um the man in the front stands up and pulls out a phone he walks over to agent logan who you all don't know yet because names weren't announced this phone has the only number to reach me call me with information or dire circumstances only. Uh, and your name, sir, is? Codename Sargon. Thank you. That is what I'll be re responding to. Gotcha. He drops He drops the burner smartphone in front of you, Logan. Okay, anything else, Chief? Or we're just going this more blind than we already are? This was a shit show as soon as it started, kids. From what I gathered, yeah. Naked kid yeah. shows up out of nowhere. 
talk to Delilah, talk to... Sorry, I keep calling her Delilah. It's Dahlia. Talk to Brandon. Talk to the Rangers. I don't fucking know. Yeah. This was dropped on me. So I don't have... I have as much as you know. The rest is in the dossier. Right. Okay. Can... Questions, comments, concerns that are pertinent. Why us? Out of anyone else. You volunteered, didn't you? You're on. You're all on call. Just... Volunteering is one thing. A random dude handed me some papers out of nowhere. Something different. Hey, man. Uh, the last time I dealt with something weird was two years ago. So. Listen, I deal with weird every fucking day. So this is somewhere on my line of work, but still weird enough to make me question it. Okay, so you probably this is your department. So. Good to go. Navy SEAL, right? Yeah. Sounds like of the three of us, you're the one that's most meant to be here if you have the most experience. Let's get going. We're wasting time. Time is money, gentlemen. <sighs> Let's go. I will I will finish my energy drink and crush it about on my head. And then proceed. No one seems to be impressed. This is gonna be a long day, isn't it? I'm I don't I'm not so trying to do it to be like impress someone. I'm just Yeah! I'm ready! You're a Navy SEAL? I'm a Navy SEAL! I'm gonna jump out the window. <laughs> Checks no, out. Not. Oh, come on! Can I open it and jump out? Please? Sure. Yay! Seven floors up. You, you see this hulking figure open a window and jump out of it. Before that, I'm just like, alright guys, I'll meet you at the car. I'm a Navy SEAL! You see sick Sargon. front flip, okay? The sickest front, like, 10 out of 10. You see Sargon hang his head. Why the f*** they ask me to bring him? I heard that! I'm asking you now the same fucking thing. Jesus Christ, I'm working with children. You'll figure out what the fuck's happening. Dismissed. I'm at the car. Alright. Probably so... with my go bag. Alright. That for some reason I got through customs, uh, not customs, you, you airport security. You have clearance. Jesus Christ, customs. What am I going international? With the right paperwork, anything gets through security. <laughs> with with <laughs> paperwork like money. Anyway, you all get into your respective car or cars. Are we taking multiple? There are two black SUVs sitting out front waiting for you. Okay. If you wish to take one, that's totally fine. If you wish to take two, that's totally fine. I, I just hop in one. If the let's, rest of them hop in the same one, it's fine with me. <laughs> let's just go in the same one. Let's not get sidetracked. Who's driving? Me? All right. No, no, no. No, I'm driving. Oh. oh. Christian <laughs> in the back seat. <laughs> Carmichael gets in, the, in a back seat and is reading through the dossier. Oh, uh, I'll go in the front seat then. <laughs> Alright, so, so since, uh, Agent Carmichael, you are reading the dossier, it's a, uh, you basically already have all the information that you need. Y young boy, uh, six years old, been missing since 1980. Uh... Nothing else to uh, plan other than 
Uh, presumed dead in 1987, I think. Wow. Yep, 1987. They spent seven years looking for him around Devil's Chair, presumed dead in 1987, and then appeared yesterday, six-something in the morning, uh, oh, under me. the current custody of Dahlia Sands, FBI agent, and... Firm friendly. Firm friendly. Copy. Okay, while we're driving, I'm gonna go like, uh, so, gentlemen, uh, just so I don't keep calling you gentlemen, your names are. Logan. Ah, nice. And? Carmichael. Is, like, is that your first name or? Oh, sorry, old habits. Brom. Brom. Okay, very good. I am Christian. Please do not call me Chris. Go ahead and call me Green Meadows, or I'll give you my Navy SEALs code name. They used to call me Spruce. Spruce? Yeah, like the tree. No, no I got it. Interesting. Long story. Okay. Remind me to tell you later after this mission. Plus, you know, I kind of sink like a log in water. You do know that logs float, right? I'm not very smart. I realized that when I said it. I'm like, wait a minute, Dob. Fucking trees float. <laughs> you so dumbass. I'm going to leave that in. All right. So you close <sighs> the uh, dossier uh, in Carmichael. You see on the front... Operation Fulminate. You all drive your car there. It's a pretty calm drive. Not many people on the road, being that it's a Sunday morning. Most people are either at mass or nursing a hangover from for the 4th of July celebration. And it's also, you know, 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were going to the... Uh, we're going to the, the... Talk to Brandon, right? Uh, that's up to you. The, uh, Brandon, Dahlia, any of the Rangers, they're all going to be at the station. Oh, yeah, we were oh, to go oh we're just going to... to oh, okay, so they're all there. My bad. Okay, I missed yeah. that part. Uh, everyone's being held at the Ranger station for now, just because it is a secured zone, secured by uh, Dahlia Sands herself. And here oh. is a general map. Shit. We made maps. Uh, the first floor. It's a. It's not that big of a station, but it's big enough to hold the people there. You drive up the main roads until you hit a bunch of winding dirt roads to the station itself. It's a two-story station, wider than it is uh, deep. You see a patio that leads into a main area. It's got a green roof, brown, uh, God, is it lattice? Not lattice. Sidings. Sidings, yes. Yes. You see a very authoritative stanced man standing on the front of the porch. He looks down upon you and removes his aviator sunglasses. Morning, everyone. I was told that y'all might be here. 
Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Douglas Keena, head of the uh, station here. Ah, the, the, the head ranger. Very good. Uh, you fine gentlemen are? Uh, Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Keena. I'm Agent Carmichael. Carmichael. I am... Uh... I'm Agent... Oh. Alright. No, no. You go. Uh, I am Agent Green Meadows. Green Meadows. Or Spruce. And I'm... I'll answer to either. <laughs> and I'm Agent Logan. Logan. So, I'll give you the gist of what uh, Tommy Key told me. Mm -hmm. Found a boy early yesterday morning, uh, naked in the rain. The weird thing is, he uh, didn't really have any of, of the cuts or bruises that one would have suffering the elements out in the woods at this time of year. He looks up. Normally the rain wouldn't be coming down on us like it is now but I mean he had no shoes he had no clothes he should be pretty banged up but all he had on him was dirt mm -hmm. yeah uh, we were informed of that and then we also were informed that this boy has apparently been missing since 1980 yeah that's uh technically 87 but you know what I mean that's uh that's something I guess can we uh, speak to him, please? Um, that would be beneficial, yes. Being that he might be in a state of shock, I'd rather you talk through the uh, FBI agent that's here first. She's a child psychologist, you know. Uh, she's, I, she's taking care of the kid until the parents show up. Quick question. Am I able to find out what part of, like, what branches of government you two are from? Do you have any patches or anything? Or no? Uh... Agent Carmichael does not have any patches. Okay. I'm FBI, and that's all you need to know. Ah, FBI. You might know her. You do not know her. Never mind. We, uh, <laughs> do I? <laughs> you do not know her. I don't. Fair. Absolutely not. There's no way. This is the first time you have heard her name. Then I'll ask to speak with her before we go speak to the boy. <clears throat> right, uh... She's upstairs with she's upstairs with the boy right now. I'll leave you all to it. Uh, Tom Key's doing her rounds right now. Then she's going to probably head home at some point. So if you want to talk to her, should be around until noon. We should probably get her as well once we talk to Brandon. Will she be stopping by here after her rounds before she heads home? Yeah, yeah. She uh, normally changes here and then heads out. I shall we keep got an a... eye out for her. What does she look like, Douglas? Uh, just brown hair, just ponytail, okay. uh, ranger uniform, five six, ranger, ranger uniform, uniform okay. ball cap. Right, got it. <laughs> Name tag that says Tom Key on it. Yeah, kind of got that. Okay, I'll just start walking inside. <laughs> You start walking inside, and the door swings open, and you see a group of four backpackers come out. They're being boisterous and just chatting, making sure all of their stuff is ready, and they're heading out into the uh, uh, national park. Do I do I catch through their chatter where they're heading? 
they're gonna check check out the dam, head through uh, Devil's Chair, probably take a lap around the lake. Or the, sorry, not the lake, the reservoir that the dam is uh, feeding. The Hetch Hetchy Reservoir. Okay. I'll take note of the Devil's Chair. You enter the front of the ranger station and you see to your immediate left a uh, radio room that follows the uh, wall. A staircase directly in front of you a common area with open doors to the right and a closed door in front of you next to the staircase. You hear a voice coming from you. Boy should be upstairs. Start heading upstairs. Uh, you all head upstairs and you see a large common area with cots and futons. And in the far edge next to a set of three windows is a little boy kind of kicking his feet with a Rubik's Cube in his hands. In front of him, uh, sitting in a chair, is a looks like Saudi Arabian uh, woman. She turns at the sound of y'all coming up the stairs and she walks over. Morning. Agents. Dolly Reach Sands. Reach out my hand ah, and introduce myself. Agent Carmichael. She shakes her hand. Agent Green Meadows. Shakes your hand. Agent Logan. Shakes your hand. So... I didn't know what else to do. Uh, I had to call Sargon and get y'all out here. Uh, yeah, uh... I can see that. Got any more info for us than what Sargon told us? Or are we just gonna have to, like, take shots in He's the dark here? Gone 40 years. Uh... Looks... Uh, she looks down at a, her paper. Saw elongated feet tracks near him. Elongated feet tracks, like yeah, like the foot itself was longer than the than the average human foot. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it like an animal print? Do you think or? Nah, it's it's got human characteristics, but it's uh oh great, but just long. He doesn't remember anything of the past forty-ish years. Do you have a diagnosis other than the fact that he thinks he's been missing? He doesn't actually think he's been missing. He does. That's right. He has been told. Diagnosis to indicate that anything other than me, maybe a small boy, suffering of any problems, PTSD, anything at all. Does he remember no. anything? Like, I tried a little bit of prodding, but uh doesn't seem like he's got anything wrong with him. I mean, he's six. At least he looks six. He acts six. He talks like he's yeah, six. Right now, he should be like 46. How about um the long legs? Have you ever mentioned it to him before? Has he reacted a certain way about it? He gets quiet. Like he's in thought, but doesn't really say anything about it. Okay, that's something to note. Uh... I'll turn to the other two and to addressing her at the same time. Uh, if it's okay with you, and I'll 
gesture to her and the rest of you. I'd like to go talk to him. I don't think we should all be up there talking to him. You don't need to intimidate him uh, by any means. Yeah, I'm going to look at it down at my, you know... Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't think I would be suited for that. It's all you, bud. Agent Logan, are you okay with that? Yeah, go for it. I'll see if it can research anything else. And I look to uh, the other agent. Give her a nod if she's uh, okay with it. She will step out of your way. Walk over to talk to Brandon. I'm going to look you see up, him. Uh, if there's a computer nearby, I'm going to look up, like, local wildlife in the, forest, or in the state park. Is there a computer nearby? Uh, you could go downstairs to that uh, area near the front door. That's a radio room and a station, like the main ranger station area. I'm going to do that. Should have all the information I'm going to do that and see what I can find about animals, urban legends, or something. Uh, what are you doing, Agent Logan? I'll walk over to Brandon, and I will, uh, uh, he's sitting on a bed. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's sitting on a cot. He's got okay. a couple blankets around him. He's got, uh, a t-shirt, some, looks like some sweats that are a bit too big for him, but he's just cross-legged now, fumbling with a Rubik's Cube. Looks like he's got at least two of the layers done. Okay. Uh, I'll kneel in front of him to get uh, eye level with him. Mm -hmm. Hello, Brian. My name is Agent Carmichael. He looks up. Brandon. Brandon, I'm sorry. How are you doing, Brandon? Uh, looks back down to the group team. I'm a little stuck, but otherwise, fine, I, I guess. Looks like you're making some good headway on that Rubik's Cube. Yeah, it was mostly solved when I got it. I've just been fumbling with it. Not really good with puzzles. You don't like puzzles? I love puzzles. I'm just bad at them. <laughs> he chuckles slightly. That's okay. So listen, Brandon, um, I'm going to ask you some questions if that's okay with you. And you may have answered these for other people, but I just want to find out for myself if that's okay with you. He nods. Do you remember what was uh, where you were when you were hiking with your parents? He uh, stops fumbling with the Rubik's Cube, looks up to the sky, well, to the roof, I guess. Walking with, uh, with my dad and my mom, I ran ahead a little bit after some time. I was bored, needed to run, I guess. Mm-hmm. I looked back to them. They smiled, shot a photo of me. Dad bought that camera that day, actually. And they said not to go off too far. Guess I fell asleep on a rock and uh, woke up the next morning. Were you on a trail when you were hiking with your parents, or were you off a trail? Well, when we got to the uh, rock formation up near the uh, reservoir, the uh, trail kind of disappears. I was 
near there actually. There was a the there's a chair formation. It's so cool. It looks like somebody made it themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm excited to go see it later today. I was near there and uh laying on a rock near the edge of the reservoir and uh sun was beating down on me. It was nice and warm. I could fall asleep. Guess I did. And uh woke up yesterday and it was raining. So you remember falling asleep on a rock by the by the chair formation? I think so. I mean that's what I can remember. I closed my eyes and then I woke up uh he kinda looks back down at the Rubik's Cube. I woke up uh I didn't have clothes. Yeah. He um, shivers a little bit. I guess uh, it's uh, kind of look. It looks like he's starting to panic. It's okay, buddy. I'll uh, I'll uh, just ensure him that he's fine. That he's okay. It's okay, buddy. Um, do you remember what rock you fell asleep on? Was it a big rock, small rock, uh, something to rest your head on? Big enough it could hold me on it. Yeah. Was yeah. it a was it a pretty flat rock, like flat. or was it like bumpy? It was flat enough. It wasn't wasn't too. Uh, it was comfortable. Okay. So you remember falling asleep on the rock with the sun beating down on you? What time of day was it? Do you remember? Was it like after lunch? After breakfast. Uh, it, I was getting hungry and the sun was starting to set, so I think it was around around dinner time. It's getting close to dinner time? Yeah. You remember the sun beating down on you? Mm-hmm. Must was have it laid, must have laid on that rock a couple of hours. Yeah. Was it uh was it the light orange or bright white? Last I remember is the orange. Orange light. Mm -hmm. And you said you were the rock was by the lake? Uh it was somewhere between the chair and the reservoir itself. Okay. And off the off the beaten path of the trail cuz you said the trail ends, right? Yeah, it's a big area near there. How far away do you think you ran away from your parents before you fell asleep? He looks past you. Do you see uh, the stairs? It's about solid. Mm -hmm. Maybe 30 feet. Okay. And you couldn't see your parents when you fell asleep on the rock? I think they want to go take pictures nearby. I could still hear them, at least. Okay. All right. You see him uh, grab at his shirt and, like, puff it like he's overheating. Uh, what's what's the temperature in, in here? It's 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 warm. You take those blankets off if you want, if you're warm, buddy. Does he look like he's sweating at all? He's got a little sweat coming down from him. Are you pretty warm? I 
I wouldn't say warm. I just uncomfortable. I guess he okay. takes the blankets off. Uh, is it overly warm in this room at all, or is it comfortable? Comfortable sixty-eight. That's right. Okay. Okay. Um, you want me to help you solve that Rubik's cube real quick? I'll show you how. Yeah. Uh, you can roll me an intelligence check, in times five. No modifier. No modifier. Ah, oh, so close with a sixty-eight out of eighty. You just uh, eighty-six. Whatever. Thank you. It don't matter. He failed. he failed, folks. With an eighty-six out of eighty, you turn the sides of the cube a little bit. It's stiff. Seems like the uh, cube is fresh from its packaging, and you. You don't, but you don't uh, diminish the progress at all. You kind of do the same movement over and over again. It goes back to the same place. All right, so here's the trick with this one, okay? You see this layer here? Mm -hmm. To try and get the plus sign on this top layer, okay? He nods. When I come back and see you, I'll help you solve the rest of it, okay? He nods again and goes back to working on it. Mr. Green Meadows, you walk into the main station area with the radio and the computer, and you see two people in that room. One, a female sitting at a computer, and the other one, a male standing up with a cup of coffee. The male turns to you as you walk in. Can I help you? Uh, yeah. Agent Green Meadows, I need to uh, just do a little bit of research on a computer. Well, what are you trying to look for? Uh, basically, uh, local wildlife in the area. I'm investigating the whole missing kid thing, and I heard, right? Yeah, I heard there was some kind of tr like track near him, and I wanted to see what I was dealing with or something like that. All right. Uh, the man walks up up to you and says, uh. Charles Nicholson holds out his hand. Uh, Charles, very good. Follow me. There's a uh, poster up here that has all the wildlife and where they are normally found near the reservoir. He shows you the... There's a poster up on the wall right next to the bathroom that's nearby. The uh, map that he's pointing at shows the general area of the reservoir and you see that primarily the creatures around here are bighorn sheep, mm -hmm. mountain lions, bats, fishers, and red foxes. Interesting. Next question. And I will describe the track that I found. It's like, is there anything close like that nearby? As you describe the track, uh, Charles sips his coffee and then starts, like, laughing into it. There ain't no fucking tracks like that out here. <laughs> sounds like someone's playing a prank on you okay. yeah. the girl at the computer is like yeah they ain't shit like that out here 
Noted. It could be some cord, some sort of wolf, I guess. Maybe a deformed fox, but... I mean, I'll take any kind of info I can get right now, because... You know, missing kid 40 years ago. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait for that to make news. Uh, it's not going to. What happened to freedom of the press, Mr. Uh, Green Meadows? Some things... Well, it's not my jurisdiction to tell you, or I would. Anyway, thank well, you for your information. I am going to go find the ranger that found the boy. All right. And I'm going to walk away just like, getting nothing around here, idiots. Uh, Logan, what are you doing? I'm looking into, like, paper. Looking into paper kind of information instead of computer. See if there's any local information in books that may resemble what we're looking for. Sure. You can roll me a search or a history. I'll do search. Okay. Ho ho. With the six out of thirty. Isn't that like a? That's almost a critical, isn't it? Nope. Criticals are double digits or a one. Oh, the, okay. I oh, think sorry. I still have call. Repeating digits are a one. I still have call Cthulhu on my mind. All right. Uh, you go to the. Uh, you ask for where papers could be, and you get pointed to the storage area back on the first floor through the common room near the front. You go in there, and you see uh, a bunch of the typical white cardboard boxes, and you pull a few out that say uh, newspapers and sightings. After about 40 minutes of searching, you come up to uh, a pile of paper that says indigenous sightings question mark upon that you read a few bits and pieces and let me pull that up real quick uh you see uh sightings of uh, you see t uh, hand sketched images of five foot tall I'm sorry not five foot tall five meters tall people with yellow gray skin broad noses and high foreheads uh, you have multiple sightings of these moon faced people as some hikers like to call it they've been around the area since quote-unquote, around the area since uh, guess uh, 40s when records were starting to pile up more. You got a couple handfuls of these sightings around the uh, Yosemite National Park. 
no evidence to signify that they actually exist, but you do have a consistent stream of these sightings. Most of the time, they're described as naked and or in simple loincloths, wearing some sort of copper-based jewelry. But nobody can give a clear description of what they are. Roll me a cult. Wow. Already? <laughs> a cult and unnatural are different. Uh... A cult is your knowledge of phenomena such as this. Unnatural is the application of said phenomena. No, that's unnatural. I can't... Oh, occult. Yeah, occult. I was th I was thinking A instead of O. Yeah, I, I heard A cult no. too. I was like, what? Sorry. Uh, no modifiers. With a 59 out of 60. Look at this guy. <laughs> Bravo. A name pops into your head. Kinyani. K apostrophe N hyphen Y N I. Uh, y A N I. You only know the name, and based upon what you see in these descriptions, you can assume they're some sort of proto-humanoids. Alright. Roll me sanity. <laughs> Here we go, this folks. Should be fun. <laughs> this should be fun. No modifier. No modifier. Oof, pain. Uh, with a fail, you lose one. Just being like, it's awfully convenient, and then you start getting flashes of, wait, these people actually could fucking exist. And then you kind of just shake yourself out of it. Well, shit. Okay. Um, at this time, uh, if you're, do you want to continue searching or, uh, are you done? I'll search once more. Maybe I can find something else. All right. Search once more. This one will be at a minus 20. Ouch. <sighs> and that's to your stat, not your roll. So the modifier? Yep, minus 20. Oh! I can't Would fuck you. You gotta be lucky there. Look at this Would bullshit. Lucky there. That's I lose my highest stat, this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you search more through these boxes labeled sightings, and you see uh, another piece of paper that correlates all of these sightings into uh, a pseudo uh, poorly hand-drawn map. And you notice that most of these sightings are around the devil's chair. Huh. That's awfully convenient. 
Let me just take a picture of this. You know what? No, I'll just take it with me. No one's gonna notice. Alright, you pocket this, uh, do you take the, the entire, uh, sightings map and the sightings, uh, documents, or do you just take the map? I'll take everything. Just, just put all that shit in here. Alright, you take, you take all those papers. At this point, it's, uh, let's go back to... Uh, Mr. Carmichael, you walk down the stairs, notice neither of the other two agents are here. I'll, uh, find Doug. Uh, Doug is sitting on the front patio, uh, smoking a cigar. Have you, you know those things will kill you, right? Well, something's gotta kill me. Goodness gracious. Have you seen my, uh, my, co my compatriots? Uh, uh, big guy, uh, went looking out for Tom Key. And the other one's in the back. Okay. Uh, I'll storage look. through the common area. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll go find Agent Logan. Uh, Logan, after you pocket everything, you hear the door open. And see Carmichael. Any luck? Actually, more than I thought. Look at this. Hands everything that I found. Starts pouring through it. Roll sanity. Good God. With an 80 out of 45, you fail and lose one sanity point. Just the knowledge that these people could possibly exist uh, sends your head for a spin. Size. Well, looks like we got our work cut out for us. We're not out of the woods just yet. We gotta confirm things that are here at the first. Looking at the uh, the sketches do the feet match the prints that were described um none of the sketches match a hundred percent close-ish not close-ish <laughs> some of them may maybe ballpark it's, it's really it's really hard to get a hundred percent on any of it i mean yeah. some of them have feet longer than their tibias some of them have small feet so it's you can't really get a solid idea got it okay uh this is this is a good find good job <clears throat> yeah well uh greenwood is looking or spruce is looking for uh the ranger that found uh the boy uh talking to the boy it looks like um where it sounds like he's pretty calm for the most part about the situation. Uh, as calm as he can be until his parents get here, at least. Uh, doesn't remember anything. Said he found, he, after they went and saw the devil's chair, he went to, he continued hiking. He went ahead of his parents, found a flat-ish, large enough rock to at least get comfortable on. 
laid on it. He said he fell asleep and there was a bright, the sun was shining down on him, although it was close to dinner time. And then he remembers waking up naked in the woods and that's when the ranger found him. Right. So as far well, as recollections concerned and time difference is concerned, it's still part of the mystery we're probably going to have to be solving here. Anything going through these papers that he handed me, is there any like, like for the sightings that are mentioned, is there anything mentioned about uh, disappearances or anything like that? Is there any other note of disappearances in this area? Nope. It's uh, all of this information is just sightings of these tall people. These, uh, Moon-faced people. Can I do a search? Is there more papers in the storage area? Uh, you basically went through all the sightings, but you can go through, like... Uh... Is there, like, a missing persons or disappearance box? Roll me a search. Uh, Logan, since you've done two searches already, I'll uh, say you cannot search anymore. There. With 21 out of 50, uh, you do some quick searching and you find a box labeled Miss, uh, NPR, which stands for Missing Persons Reports. Any of them for last sightings uh, by the Devil's Chair or around the areas where the map indicates sightings of these creatures? Several. This box has about 12... 12 files in it, one of them being uh, Brandon's. All of them children between 4 and 10. Oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, uh, and he's the only one that's come up. So I'll, I'll point this out to Logan and be like, well, looks like there's a, a bit of a pattern here. Uh, but it looks like he's the only one that's shown back up. Um, just as a... Uh, so I know, are any of you carrying? Uh, a gun? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I have the pistol. Okay, I just wanted to know that. Thank you. I have my pistol and the asp. Okay. Uh, that's going to take a little bit more time of you searching and you find that information. We're going to cut to Green Meadows. You get told the general location of where Tomaki will be and you uh, take a 10 minute walk and you see you're picking up a little, uh, I wouldn't say secluded area to the north of the trail station. It's more of just an opening and she's picking up some trash. Excuse me. Tomaki? Yeah? Can I help you? Uh, yes, I am uh, I am Agent Green Meadows. I am uh, looking into the whole uh, thing with the dis with the kid, uh, Brandon. Oh, oh, that poor kid. Yeah. She uh, shakes her head, puts her hands on her hips. I don't understand how he could be out here for that long. Yeah, uh, uh, neither can we. So can you describe to me what happened? I mean, I just want to cover all the bases, right? Right. Uh, the rain picks up a little bit more, and now... Oh, the... we're in the rain? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's been raining this entire time. I forgot to mention that earlier, but I do apologize, guys. Here I am, thinking I'm walking in the sun. 
Nah, it's been raining since uh, yesterday morning. Okay. What? Wow. The, uh... What was your question again? I just wanted to know, like, what what happened? Picking up trash. Heard him say ow. Found the kid. Brought him to the station. Had him call his family. Uh-huh. Anything weird nearby? There was something about a track? Like, like... Yeah, there's a footprint. About a half a leg long. Kind of like a skinny human foot. Uh-huh. I guess. I think. I don't know. Rain probably washed it out by that now. That was my next I question. Alright. Okay. Damn it. Uh, I mean, I got, I got a picture of it. <gasps> oh, fantastic. May I see it? She holds out her smartphone, and you see... Uh, she put a dollar bill on the ground next to it, and you see that this foot overtakes this dollar by a solid foot. Foot and a half. Okay. Um... It's about uh, half a hand width. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Thank you. Uh, okay, another question. Mm -hmm. Any urban legends around the area? Like, uh, you know what an urban legend is, right? You know, like the hook man. Aren't you glad you didn't turn off, turn on the lights? You know, something like that. Other than the... Other than the Native Americans, Wendigo stories are the, uh... Oh, I knew it. Honey, no. There ain't no Wendigos here. There ain't nothing supernatural here. Then explain the footprint. Prank? I don't know. Oh, yeah, hilarious what? prank. Hey, hey, here, yeah, ever heard this one? Let's kidnap a boy for 40 years, have him be the same age when you get found, and just put 40? him... 40? Whatever. 40 years? Uh, yeah. She actually looks, like, astonished at this knowledge. <laughs> right. I'm, they probably didn't fill you in. <laughs> I'm sorry. 40 years? Uh, uh-oh. I'm visibly panicking. Uh, okay. Roll me alertness. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Very bad. Oh, He's okay. gonna be that guy. <laughs> Hello? Yep. Hello? Oh, there it is. Woo! With a 42 out of 60. As you're panicking, looking around to figure out, like, oh shit, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Uh, you see off into the wilderness, uh, to the approximate northeast, you see through the trees this. It, it, I guess it looks like a face. It's got... I, I mean, shit my pants. It, your entire pants? The, the whole thing? No. Continue. This flat, round face looks gray in the light with beady yellow eyes staring at you. And then it disappears. Roll sand. Okay. Sand... Okay, roll a d4. Uh, that's a 55 out of 6. Oh, sorry, a 55 out of 50. You lose one, Sam. Oh, okay. You kind of stammer a little bit at this, but you are you don't go temporarily insane. 
Okay. Okay. Um. Mm. Sorry about that. Here, let me. Don't tell anybody I told you this. But you hear you hear talking coming from the north. Who is there? You look north and you see a group of hikers coming back. The same hikers that left this morning. They're they're basically just bitching and complaining that the rain has gotten heavier and ruining their fun. Yeah. I I will look to Tomaki and be like, show me where I asked. Am I right? She kind of gives you this blank stare. Right. I'm going to wait for the hikers to pass by and be like, okay, anyway. Don't tell anyone I said this, but there's something weird going on right now. That kid has been missing for quite a while. Okay. Roll, roll persuasion. Jesus Christ. Oh, this is not good. Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, a 69 nice. out of 20 is still a failure. She kind of nice. looks at you and was like, Of course he's been missing for 40 years, and I'm the Queen of England. Are you? Well, <laughs> and me without me giving you a curtsy. Anyway. Look, I gotta finish picking up the trash that these fuckos keep leaving around. Can I get back to my job? Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the just like the one roll you needed to fail <laughs> somebody anyone just roll a d100 on it that's a thousand there we go 75 out of 100 how beautiful oh guys i fucked up i did a bad somebody else roll me a d4 Nah. Uh, nah. Don't make me do it. I, apparently I'm bad at rolling. Four, you say? Bruh. If I've learned anything, high numbers are bad. And and Delta Green slash Call Duty, Yeah. Very bad. As you are searching through this storage room, Logan and Carmichael... Thunder, and, uh, not thunder, sorry. Lightning strikes the top of the ranger stage. With a resounding crash, all the lights go out. And uh, upstairs, you hear scream. Uh, question? I immediately Answer. rushed to the stairs. Can I hear the screaming from outside, or no? Uh, you are a decent Oh, I'm still, away. I'm... I'm Walking back, though. Okay. Uh, yes, you can run up the stairs. There's no. there's still a little light around uh, from the ambience outside, but it's definitely darker. You see that the two people in the uh, station, uh, the one person now actually in the sta main station area, is frantically looking around for a flashlight. Fucking they don't have, they don't have floodlights in here? The generator should have kicked on by now. As I run past, like, y'all need to get fucking floodlights. And I dash up the stairs. You dash up the stairs to see uh, Brandon rolling around on the ground. It looks, and a ranger standing over top of him. There's a cup on the ground. He's like, fuck, fuck. I'm sorry, kid, kid. Come on, I'm sorry. 
it, where's the uh, where's the other FBI agent? Where's she at? Uh, the other FBI agent is nowhere to be seen currently. Son of a bitch. I'll uh, go over to... What happened? I, I got spooked and dropped my coffee on him, and he, he's freaking the fuck out. Can you... Just step first... away. Just step away from him. The kid is just rolling on the ground, screaming. I'll uh, put my shoulder, or I'll put my hand on his shoulder, and I'll try and... Is he... I'll try and prop him up to where he's yeah. sitting. And I'll just sit next to him. It's all right, buddy. I got you. Uh, roll me first aid. Medicine or first aid? First aid. Uh, Logan, what are you doing at this moment? Negatory. Ouch. Um... I'm just helping around seeing if there's anything going outside just in case. Sure, roll me craft mechanics. Jesus Christ. Wouldn't that just be craft? No, because he has a subsection oh. in mechanics oh. which actually works here. Now, with the ambient light, do I see if he's burned at all from the coffee? Uh, I'll, I'll answer that after the craft roll. Gotcha. Oh! You, uh, run outside, and you see, uh, a... Uh... Yes? You see Douglas, uh, frantically working on a generator that's sitting outside underneath a roof. It looks like it's shorted or something, and you run over to him. You do your best to uh, help, but with a 77 out of 50, looks like the generator's fucked. Great. Uh, Just great. Okay, so from where I am, can I see anything, or am I still too far out? We'll get to you in a moment. Oh, goody. I'm gonna Mr. pee my pants. Carmichael. You look down at the kid with your uh, six, with your eighty-six out of ten first aid roll. Uh, you don't. I mean, he's got red skin, but it doesn't look like he's burned. Or at least, do you think it's dark? It's a little darker up here than it is downstairs. So yeah, you see uh, the ranger running over to the first aid kit on the wall. He comes out, breaks open, like uh, breaks a pack on his knee and puts it puts it in a towel and puts it on the where the red skin and he's like it's okay it's okay kid you'll be fine you'll be fine i'm sorry i just got spooked that's all and then brandon starts convulsing uh i will jesus i will lean him over onto his side uh so in case he vomit, um choke and I will, uh, I will like hold his head, and I will like tell the ranger, "Give me a pillow." The ranger goes and grabs the pillow off the cot that he was on, and as you t lean Brandon over, you see him vomit. This doesn't look like normal bile. It looks like this weird slime. And as you stare in some 
sort of horror as you're trying to rationalize what's going on he just keeps vomiting this putrid vial on the floor looks like it's moving I will move him and me away as he continues to vomit it with one final exhale of this plasma it takes form and stands three feet maybe tall jesus christ you see this pulsing green light in the center of it and as the ranger finally turns around with all the stuff he's like all right i got the oh my fucking god what is that take the kid i like i scoop him around is he done convulsing or is he still convulsing He's passed out. And as soon as you uh, try to scoop him around, this mass of plasma, slime, whatever the hell it is, wraps itself around the ranger. You hear the start of a scream, but it's quickly stifled. The ranger Um, flails around a little bit. What do you do? I draw my weapon and I fire at the ooze, trying not to hit the ranger. Uh, Roll me. Uh, You'll notice that... The slime is basically constricting him. Okay. Yeah, I will. I'll put. I'll put Brandon behind me to put get him at least a little bit protected, and I will draw my weapon at my knee, and I will start firing at the ooze. Roll firearms. Oh, with a critical success, twenty-two out of fifty. You fire a shot at this pulsing light at the center of the of the slime you hear what sounds like glass shattering and as you do the slime falls to the floor uh roll me damage I believe your damage is a d 1d8 right yes Uh, do you, so I should have offered this before with, for me with criticals, you can either roll twice or roll once and double since you've rolled one and I forgot to mention this, just roll again. Okay. With six damage, let me read some stats over here. The glass, the glass sound, shattering sound emanates, and the slime doesn't fall. You see the central core of it reform again. The ranger looks you in the eyes. You Get see the hell out of here! <laughs> panic, you see fear. He tries to move, but then a sickening crunch happens as you see his upper legs and his chest collapse inside of itself. Roll, uh, you are you are uh, uh, you should be I forgot to click on that you are uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, oh jeez, uh Violence. You're adapted. Yeah, there adapted. Is, yeah. Thank you. That's it. Adapted to violence. But 
this takes violence onto a whole new level. Roll me sanity. Ouch. With a 61 out of 44, roll me a d4. Actually, no, make it a d6. Ooh. Oh, okay. One. That's fine. You lose one sanity. As the ranger falls to the floor, bleeding out of his crumpled form. Boy's dead. The slime dissipates into a mist and then disseminates into the room. Thanks for listening to Delta Green Eon Chronicles using the Delta Green RPG by Arc Dream Publishing. If you like what you heard, come find us on Twitter at Nightlight Dice and Facebook at Dice by Nightlight. For more episodes, find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Stay tuned for more absolute shenanigans.